Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Matt Wilds from Florida, and we are. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. We are back, we are back. It has been a good, well, we got We got like, we had like two weeks off. Yeah, man. We had two weeks off to celebrate me and Ryan's birthday because we needed all of that. That's a fact. Ryan is still celebrating his birthday. Absolutely. He Absolutely. is still not here. He's still celebrating his birthday, but. I heard there was a party that you were supposed to go to. There's a party that I was supposed to be at. <laughs> I was supposed to host it yeah, at the Peppermint Club. Yeah, yeah, at the at the good old at the good up Peppermint Club. And uh at the last minute, uh-huh. Work came in being a bitch. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. But I was supposed to be there. And I was supposed to ensure that the madness and the mayhem ensued. Yeah. And I couldn't. It's all good. It's all good. It's not. It's you want to you want to talk to the people, tell you know, let them let them know what's on your heart. I know. I know you want. I know there's an apology on your heart uh, for for for. <laughs> there's an apology on my heart. <laughs> I want to apologize to somebody. <laughs> actually, those two words don't actually go together. It's crazy. I want to know who I'm supposed to be apologizing to. <laughs> <sighs> oh, uh, man. If y'all haven't missed us. We've missed you. Uh, But, you know, we got handled the business. So make sure that you are subscribed to the Guys Next Door podcast on every streaming platform possible. Mm-hmm. Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Stitcher, Pod, whatever. Make sure you subscribe. It is Guys Next Door podcast. If you are listening on Apple, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. Five. And a comment. Say something nice so we can read it or just be affirmed or say something mean so we can be like, damn, we got to do better. Um, or say something in between. I think something in between is much something more fair. Something in between is Something cool. in between is more fair, more honest. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Guys Next Door Podcast. Um, Patreon, patreon.com backslash Guys Next Door Pod. We say it. We be meaning it. There's extra content on there right now. Uh, this summer, there's going to be way more content coming. Um, merch. Could you smell a rebrand? Maybe. Yeah. No. Who knows? We'll, we'll be here, but um, it is it is it's Monday and we're here. It is Monday. How are you feeling? Feeling great, man. Two weeks off. Two weeks off. You know, well, two weeks and an and an hour since uh, you know that's usual. Mouse Jones. Show that's up childish time. Um, that is, that but is, I feel I feel that is great. Childish. I feel great. This is uh, this is actually the last week. Well, I think by the time this plays, 
it'll Ramadan will be either over or like this will be the last day of Ramadan. And it's been great, man. Uh, you know, I've I've this holy season has been crazy. A lot of uh enlightenment, a lot mm. of you know, just Do you think it helped not having a microphone in your face? In of like for pause. Like do you mean? Yes, pause. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. It's been a while. But it's, you know, but like, do you think it help be uh, help you be like more mindful or like focus on? I guess the sentiments of Ramadan and like the point of Ramadan when you don't have to like think and you like not think, but like you don't have to be in front of a microphone pontificating all the time. No, I mean, I think I or think it has it become way. a part of your job. Yeah, I think I've, I'm so I'm so used to it by now just to speak my mind on different various topics, especially when it comes to us growing up and living that if I'm not doing it on the mic, I'm usually giving somebody else Boy, advice. Now that was crazy. Super crazy. I'm so sorry. I'm so horny, guys. It's <laughs> crazy. It's Ramadan. You got to expect it. Wait, so you can't get, you can't get no pussy? Or you just no, can't get no yeah. pussy during the suntime? Just, I mean, you you could do whatever you want. I mean, and you're of course, married. Yes, and I'm married. If if you weren't married, then yes, they consider it kind of sinful, so you should you should steer clear of it. But um, as of late, uh, for this Ramadan, I I steered clear of it, which is now is tricky. Chris a Ramadanian? No, she's a Ramadanian. What? <laughs> just a just a jerk. Uh, no, no, she she doesn't. She does not at all. Not at all. Can you all. call Chris? I would like to talk to her about her Ramadanian ship. Her, her Ramadanian now, what is the word? It was ra- Muslim, Islamic. Yes. Islamic yeah, is Islamic. the right word. Yeah, Islamic. You can Islamic. Say Islamic. Yeah. She, she doesn't practice Islam. Absolutely not. No. And you in her house, just Ramadaning and up. She is a full-on Christian. I'm talking about. And so she did everything she was supposed to do. She got married. Yep. Had a baby. Yep. In wedlock. Yep. And can't get no dick because you want to play Ramadan just for a month. She be at. Right. Call call my sis. I got to talk to. Her. I got to know how she's surviving because I will fuck you up. Hold on. Let's see. Can only men do Ramadan? No. Okay. Women do Ramadan too. You just uh I wish I would be with a woman who's a Ramadanian and she come home talking about I'm doing Ramadan so you can't get no pussy. Bitch. I'll fuck Ramadan up. Who who is Ramadan? I don't know. Who is Ramadan? Ramadan is the name of a month. We're about to get canceled. We are. We're about to get canceled. We are. Cam, you ain't gotta worry about this no more. <laughs> Answer the phone, Chris. Let's see if she answers. Hey, babe. Can you hear me? Is Tristan asleep? Yeah, she's sleeping. Uh, you, you, uh, we we got you on the podcast, so uh, Chris, I just want to talk to you for five seconds. I just need five seconds of your time, my good sister. Okay, that's better. Hi, Mouse. Ah, that's my motherfucking sister. You hear how she woke up? Uh, she wouldn't have did that for Ryan, but for me, wow. she woke up. She was like, I can't ah, my brother. I really, I really I'm here. Um, okay, now, Chris, it's it's been it's come to my attention that you are not a Ramadanian. Um, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You, you, me, and you share spiritual sister brother. We, we, yes. we, we, we go to church. I go to church too. And we're not talking about you. So now you just, even worse, put the phone back on me and my sister. All right. So now you did everything you were supposed to do. You got married, had your baby in wedlock. You doing all the right thing. And this nigga come home and say, I'm doing Ramadan. So you can't get no dick for a month. How are you surviving? Good sis. What's going on? You know, um, she took a breath. Y'all can't see. She took a breath. She took a deep <laughs> sigh. 
This nigga be in the gym. You know, Put the phone. The, uh, Mac, it's not about you. Put the phone back on me and Chris. And he be in the gym looking all sexy. He be in the gym. <laughs> he come home all muscled up. Oh, you won't think I look t- sexy? I appreciate you. You be looking sexy. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Rawr. I be like, God damn it. I was about to mute this nigga. This nigga be looking fine. And I said, and, and so I be like, he go home and she can't even get no dick. All muscled up. So talk to me, sis. What's going on? So this is his third year doing this with me. Um, so I'm pretty used to it. I, like, I know what happens and, you know, I just kind of respect this process with it. Um, it's, it's called a relationship. You know, it's, wow, called it's called respecting the process. It's not you talking over the black woman. I'm Thanks. Saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so, reiterating, giving more power so to, to what like, she said. Huh. <laughs> Not her word being powerless without you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we are really going to get canceled. This is terrible. Yeah, this is the episode we get canceled, Chris. I'm glad you're on this episode. Yeah. This is the episode we do not have any more podcasts after this. Y'all are so stupid. No, I just respect the process. Um, uh, I see the bigger picture and what happens when you fast. You know what I mean? Because, yes, I do come from a religious background, mm-hmm. so I know the power of fasting. Mm-hmm. So I know that if this is his process and this is what he decides to do. There's some, there's a huge blessing on the other side of it for him. Talk about it. Hallelujah. Get you a, get you a, get you a help me. This is why you can't marry no Ramadanian women. You got to marry a Christian woman because she understands we probably, that that's probably cancelable. That's cancelable. That's definitely as well. cancelable. Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, that's that's definitely cancelable. Fuck it, we're there. Oh get you a get you a woman like that that see the bigger picture, the blessing on the other side. And, he, and and she don't care that at the end of the month, he's just gonna take all that frustration now. Your little poom poom is not even gonna be right. It's not even fair. This is ridiculous. Anyway, nobody asked anyway, for this. I'm sorry, babe. I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk to you later. Okay, baby. I, I, I'm coming to see Bye. my baby soon. Bye. I love y'all. Love you. Too. Love you. The Ramadanian man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kim. Look, this is what I know we be podding, podding. If I ever see Cam over there doing this shit right here, like, <laughs> if he like shaking his head, that's how I know we in our bag. Goodness and goodness. if I see him with that big, goofy smile like that, I know we idiots. Um, <sighs> <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a good, good, uh, holy season. Cause it's not even, it's not even just Ramadan. I did Lent as well. You just not hungry? You trying to save money? Uh, I did save a lot of money, which yeah, is bet. crazy. A lot you of bet. money. Um, you can't have sex during Lent either. No, it. You, you know, you know how. You, say, you, you know, know how Lent is. You know how Lent is. I don't know how fucking Lent is. I'm not Catholic. Oh yeah, my mom is Catholic. We do Daniel. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the Daniel fast. The Daniel fast. But how many? How often do you do it? Once a year. Once a month. Yeah, once a year in January, beginning of the year. I used to do the Daniel. Fast. I can't do the Daniel fast because I already don't eat a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I used. I, to, I will die. I, I did the Daniel fast one twice. I did the Daniel fast twice. I just again, I I think it's it's. I think there's something. No matter what religious background you come from, I do think that there is something very magical about fasting. Uh, pulling yourself away from something to connect to connect deeper to whoever you pray to. Mm-hmm. Um, God is is my is my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> but whoever you pray- why you never say yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. hallelujah, never yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, we're getting canceled um, today. No, I, I I do think that there's something very very powerful that comes into into uh, 
fasting, mm-hmm. whether that is getting closer to yourself, whether that is getting closer to God, whether that is, you know, just better clarity of mind, or if you just want to take the, 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 the physical benefits of it and it's giving your body a chance to just kind of mm. relax and calm down from the constant eating and, and uh, the, the pain that we put on it all the time. Yeah, I think it's I think it's extremely necessary. It's it it clears your mind. It gets your what body com- moving uh, the right uh, way. And I guess maybe I should have had that conversation when she was here. But what did that conversation like? Bring that to to Chris since y'all do since y'all do come from both Christian backgrounds. Adding this Islamic um, month of faith mm-hmm. and fasting. What was that conversation like? Enter, entering it or was it even a conversation? I mean, it's, it's it wasn't really a conversation. It's something that I you know I, I've kind of been a part of for a long time um you know my dad my dad becoming muslim when i was a kid and it's something I, it's something i've how always been he around he, <laughs> how long did he do how long how long how long of a bid was it it was it was a nice little bit i knew it, it niggas, was a nice always, little niggas always go to jail and come back muslim it, it was a nice little bit no i'm playing he, that my pops ain't never go to jail oh <laughs> but he had a barbershop yeah he had the barbershop that's shop. where he found absolutely. it absolutely okay absolutely. It, it, barbershops to jail mm. leading the league in 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 uh why you think I say peace call? Everybody think I'm I'm five percent. No, I just grew up just around a bunch shop. of niggas that in the barbershop and went to jail and you know I Peace, peace. Peace, peace. Peace call. Like I like saying I remember his first time I heard, I was like, Where it just that? sound fly. I looked around the barbershop I said, Where God at? Yeah. <laughs> That's not God, that's Ronald. And I started saying it. I remember I used to say it in church, my dad be so embarrassed. Of course he was. I'm like, nigga, why are you embarrassed for? I learned it from you. Peace God. My dad, my dad be like, stop saying that. God ain't here. <laughs> yeah, my dad was he said, he said my government too. <laughs> he was like, stop saying that. God ain't here. Stop saying that. I'm just confused. I'm saying, I thought that we were supposed to be proud to be the black man. Right. What happened to the Asiatic black man, black man? <laughs> Yo, the Asiatic <laughs> black man. Goodness gracious. But no, I, I, I. I commend everybody who's able to do Ramadan because Ramadan, it happens multiple times a year, don't it? Once. It's a month. It's just one. It's, it's the, literally Ramadan is the name. So for background, for anybody who doesn't know, Ramadan is actually the name of a month in the Islamic calendar. Mm. You know, it, there's a calendar. So for 30 days, it is the month of Ramadan. Now, the reason, and it's so crazy because when you look up even the biblical text, uh, any any of the um, the Abrahamic uh, religions, which is uh, Islam, mm-hmm. uh, Judaism, mm-hmm. and Christianity, they all kind of come and stem from the same uh, the same stories mm-hmm. in essence. So that month of Ramadan kind of always felt fell on a very what they consider a very magical time. They say that's the time that the that the Prophet Muhammad. Uh, went up into you know went up and actually that whole month had the epiphany that became what the Quran is. <clears throat> so, but if you look at all of the biblical text, if you look at any real text, that time that kind of Ramadan falls under, it always falls under things that uh, that they say magical things have happened. You know, um, some uh, some of Jesus's best miracles happened in what then, um, is considered Ramadan. the month of Ramadan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just a it's just a very magical and spiritual time. So you know, um, no matter what 
religion you believe in or whatever, I think to understand, to respect, and to even just try, you know, go through it to see what, how, how you feel. Again, you don't have to pray to Allah five times a, a day, but you can up your praying more, you, you know, like, you know, just even how often do we get a chance to really talk to God more than once a day? Like we, you know, we have our, sometimes we have our moments in the morning. Sometimes we have our moments at night. Before you pick that phone up. You know, it's, uh, but when you, when you, and when it's something where it's like, yo, five times a day, I'm going to reach out to my mans and be on some like, hey, just checking in, let you know where I am, mm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, how I feel right now. Um, just giving you praise, get, showing showing my gratitude to you, understanding that you, that making sure that you understand that I am a loyal servant and a loyal warrior in your fight. Um, that's a, it's a, you, you start to see things differently. Mm. Listen, I commend y'all <clears throat> because I don't know why, but it seems like it happens more than one time a year. But I think maybe it's because instead of a month, like a uh, like a uh, a named month, mm-hmm. it's a thirty day period, so it stretches yeah. over two months technically. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm always like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'm like, "Golly, um, all right." Well, that's Ram- well speaking of Ramadan. Um, not not really a real segue, but um, it it just happened this way. Um, I rewatched Love Is for like the fifth time yesterday. Oh, okay. You you're familiar, of course. Like fully, not, I, I, not fully, but yes. okay. Damn. All right, I'm going to talk about it. Enough to talk about. We can talk about okay. it. Okay. So the the show Love Is uh loosely is based on the love story of um Mariah Brock Akil yeah. and her husband. Yeah. Um. Portrayed beautifully by, I think the actor name is Jonathan Cat Catlett Kellett. I think so. It's something yeah. like that. And uh, the, the young lady who plays Nuri, I believe her name is April. Let's get. How about we just get the name? Let's say. Let's pull up IMDb yeah. real fast. Because I, I I truly would love to talk about this show, and especially because it's been out for so long. Um, they only did like one two season. seasons, right? It was one season. One so season. I was going back and forth yesterday, and I do the funny thing is, Mac, I do this every time I rewatch it. I'm like, what the fuck? Season two, season two. They took a mid season break. Mm. In season one, they took a so they did five episodes, took a mid season break, came back with the Catlett. last. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, so it's Jonathan Catlett who plays No William William Catlett, Catlett who plays uh Yazir and Michelle Weaver who plays Nuri. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then um, Clark Peter, who plays older, wiser Yazir, the God, and Wendy Davis, who plays uh, Nuri, who plays older, wiser Nuri. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story is is a be- to, it's it's a beautiful story, and you know, as somebody who loves cinema, you know, probably not like with the an- most analytical eye, but somebody who just loves to consume cinema, um, especially black stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were really blessed. Like that was a really, it's even funny you said the word magical. Cause I felt watching it yesterday. I was like, Yo, this was magical. This was like magical to be on TV. Yeah. Like this was beautiful and messy and relatable and honest. And it, it hits you no matter how old you were. Because the story takes place in 96, 97. Mm-hmm. 97. We got, Everything we didn't like for me, it's the little things. So, like, usually we see a show from 96, 97, um, or for back in the day, you get like 
these fucking music breaks that almost sounds like a song that was out, but it's yeah, not really yeah, in it. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 a music bed, and you know, it's it's meaning legal. they couldn't meaning they couldn't clear the song. They couldn't clear they it. Yeah, yo, <laughs> I want yo Oprah's bag. Oprah walks into every label like here. It's Oprah because we got every song. Yeah, it's Oprah. It's Oprah. Babyface, when can I see you again? It's Oprah. <clears throat> Babyface, if if baby if Oprah comes to Babyface and says, "Hey, I want to use a song," to her, Babyface might as well be Don Tolliver. Like it's 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 that easy. She's just like, "Yo, bro, like, let me get your song real fast. Let me throw this on. You know, I'm a, I'm a hook I'm gonna hook it up for you. I got you." So so okay. So let's go there. So all right. So we'll break down and see what each other of us got from mm-hmm. it, and then discuss the middle. Right. Okay. Okay. So the the story is about Yazir and Nur Yazir. Um, I forget where he's from. He's not, he's from somewhere other than LA in the story. Uh, but he moves to LA as most do to chase the dream of becoming a famous, uh, playwright. Yes. Um, Yazir is based on the, the character Yazir is based on Mara Brock Akil's, um, husband, Salim, 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 Salim Akil. Ex-husband, I think. Ex-husband. I, I don't know. I believe it's ex-husband. Know. Um, Little forward, there's a lot of mess around it. Why love is, um, there's a lot of mess around it. Why love is ended. We won't be talking about that. I just want to talk about the project. Yep. I just want to talk about the show. We're gonna, we gonna keep it right there. But yeah, but I do want to acknowledge it so keep no one's right like, there. oh no no no, keep it right there. So so after that, so um, we was all right. So um, so Yazir moves to L.A. Uh, hopes of being a playwright. He meets Nuri, who is Marah Brock. I kill, um, who is Marah Brock at the time. Um, based on her, she is actually on the team, on the writing team for the show Marvin, which is based on Martin. Um, literally in a month, this only is a month. These ten episodes in this one season mm-hmm. covers one month's time. Ramadan. Uh, <laughs> you like? You see what I did there? That's a nice little. Nice. Because nice they fall in nigga love. Mm. They fall in nigga love. Now for the moves pe- him about in. Say, so for the people at home, let them let them let them know what nigga love is. Moves him in. Uh huh. Makes room for him. Yes, Lord. Meets the baby mama. <laughs> gets cursed out by the baby mama. Meets the mama. Yeah. Um. Makes space. That's they make space for him financially to live there. Um. Kind of, you know, a, a big part of nigga love is when the woman just like so. I know we're gonna get in trouble for this. Yep. But uh, a big part of nigga love is we're when the woman in trouble. It's fine. Yeah, we're already in trouble, right? Yeah. Already done. Um. So a big part to me of nigga love, Mac, you tell me if you agree, is when the woman is so quick to submit. Mm, yes. Right. And I know on this podcast yes. we typically stick stay away from the topic of submission. Right? It's just a it's a weird it's topic. A trippy, it's and a it's tri- dumb. tricky topic. Yeah, yeah, and it's not it's not really worth talking about. I can't teach you how to get somebody to submit to you. It doesn't really work yeah, that no, way. No, no. Um, but I didn't in a month you've seen everything you need to know to like just fully submit to this man. And 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 he's <laughs> talking about I love you and 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 then you know, mind we're in a month. I'm about to say, I, I you know what? I, it's not impossible. I'll 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 say this, and this might get us canceled too. <laughs> um, it's not impossible. I just we I don't often see it from black women. I usually <clears throat> see it from Spanish women. Sorry, it's uh, 
Are we here to are we here okay. to talk? Right. Are we here to talk? No, I'm no wow. I, yeah, I would like to talk next week too. You know? <laughs> I think it was okay with making fun of the Ramadanians, but that what you just said. Okay, well, that's Mac Wilds, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I'm that's that's my nigga. I'm gonna ride with him. I, 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 I'm, it's, it's on, I mean. Elaborate, elaborate. Cause I, I, I think a lot what happens in, in culture and community, I think a lot what happens is people say things and then like everybody attacks them or everybody like brushes it off and no one has a real chance to true, have dialogue true. about it. Um, and obviously what you're saying is based on, no, that was just me. Um, obviously based what you're saying experience. is based off an experience. Yes. So elaborate if you don't mind. No, I, I, I think from personal experience, I, I've not again, and, and I'm not saying that it's, it doesn't happen. I'm I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I think from from what I've seen and and just understanding how our culture has been set up for the duration of our lives. Uh, I really I really do think that um, I really I really think that a lot of times we we see uh, the women we see the women of our of our heritage, the black women mm-hmm. actually they're, they're, they're not guarded, but they, they hold, they hold fast to their hearts. I like that. <clears throat> they hold very fast to their hearts just because they've seen often how people, they, they, and I think especially nowadays, they, we, they've seen how much people kind of mistreat them. Yes. So I do think that a lot of times they go they go into a lot of these situations with a lot of apprehension. They need they need certain securities met before they can fall deeply into nigga love, and that's not going to happen in a Right, 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 right. Okay, so I like that you said that. And if you could, why do you think uh, Latinx women are so <clears throat> quick, quick to do that? Is it just a cultural thing? Do they? Do you think they? Do you think culturally they are more pro- – in their culture and sometimes our culture, do you feel like they are more protected than black women? Protected? No. Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, do I – Cherished. Um, I think it's – I'm going to say – I think I, that's it, – it's an right. opinion thing. I think that's, I think that's they a, are more protected in both That's their, what I was going to say. I think they come from a culture – and yes, I know misogyny mm. lives in all cultures. Yes. So let 200%. me say that. But I do think – I think – all right, here it goes. Here, goes the here we go. And that was the cancel. That was the cancel bell because I think this is the one where the niggas get rid of us. <laughs> I think culturally, mm. I think – Our men, black men, look to protect, at least outwardly facing, right? I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about what happens behind closed doors that we oh, don't know course, about, course, like the course. things that can't be um, aggregate, aggregated, right? The thing that can't be, that has no numerical value, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in regards to what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I think it is something to be acknowledged that I think black, I think Spanish women by black men are a bit more protected. Oh, by black men. Yeah. And I think that just goes to the whole foreign idea. I got a foreign, you know. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And this isn't us caping by any no, no, chance. No. This isn't us. I'll, I'll give you that. Me, he's married. You know we get bitches. Like, there's not, this is us being honest yeah. about what we see in our community. 
and what we would like <clears throat> to see better. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. And I think it comes from the very terrible idea that black women can handle themselves. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. You talking. Um, you potting now. No, I do. I do think that it it comes from a from Cam, an that idea. Was, Cam, I seen that. They, Cam, that was good. <laughs> it come. It comes from a very terrible uh, idea that that black men feel like, oh, you know, the sisters got themselves. Like they can handle themselves. When in all actuality, they probably need our help more than anybody else. And we um, see that the in what we see because I, I'm victim of it too. I think we all are. We see. We see the outfall. We see the outcome. We see the... Sometimes when it comes to black women, we see the byproduct before we see the product. Mm -hmm. Right? So what does that mean? We see all these women that we encounter throughout our lives, and when we encounter them, they're already holding it down. Absolutely. We didn't see... The How, fact that they were left they, they to left they were to, left to figure it out and hang. so when we meet them it's like oh you got it yeah you good oh okay and, and and I've been victim of that and it's so funny you said that because I I I call it the she got it syndrome mm-hmm. and I want to break that in me and I want to break that in our our community the she got it syndrome she don't got it bro no even if she got it she don't got it bro and. Even bigger than that. Even if she got it, what the fuck does does it stop you from? Why why should why can't it stop? You add? Yeah, why can't you add? Why is it why, why is it so? Why is it okay? She got it, so we set her to the side, and then and then we, we she put, comes we over put, and helps us get it, and, and then like, oh we got to put her back over there and say, yeah, like, no. why isn't it a thing where we come over and say, all right, you got it, all right, let me use what I could do to help you get it more. Yeah, exactly. So I I do think that there is a certain um and I hate to say it like but it's there's a there is a certain fetish fetishizing fetish yeah fetishization fetish, fetishization of women that are considered foreign and um and or white women there there's a there's a oh I have to protect this because they can't protect themselves versus that whole mindset and that shit is garbage. That's a terrible mindset to have. Um, but when it comes to what, the the topic at hand, what we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, the the falling deeply in quote unquote nigga love. love. Yeah, nigga love. <clears throat> I I do think that Spanish women are essentially it, it's it they're they're raised not to be independent women they're raised to be wives and mothers like since at, at age like three four they're cooking for households like they're like they're doing everything and and their the mindset that is constantly pushed on them is you have to find a man you have to lock him down you got it blah 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 blah, blah. like i i th- there's a there's a difference in in uh I guess the the culture of how they're raised, but there's a certain softness because because black women are raised the same way. Everyone, black I, women across all to, diasporas are socialized to, you know, unfortunately they're socialized to believe that their worth is in attaining and keeping a man. Yes, to a so, certain extent. So, yes. so unfortunately, there's a softness that is attributed, or a softness that is. Uh, accommodated for other culture that isn't for black women, mm-hmm. which is why seeing love is 
was so like eye opening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Nuri was she was she was so soft with mm. with with uh true with, the, with yeah, true, was, true 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 and I also want to because I know we got off the beaten path but you know it's, it it was needed to be said but I do before we go any deep I do want to say I want to like what did you get from the show. I think the from the few episodes that I've yeah, seen, yeah. Um, it felt like watching. It felt like watching Love Jones in a sense. Mm, okay. It felt like watching uh, just better. Just better. Yeah. Fucking hate that movie. We gotta talk about how love. One day we have to. Just, we we have to dedicate a whole hour podcast to how bad and terrible and toxic and um. Detrimental Love Jones was to the community. So Love Jones is now called Mouse Jones. <laughs> so Sorry. now I'm all those things to the community. <laughs> Kim, that's not fucking. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, by the way, if you have another child, you should name him Love. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I think just watching the, <laughs> I think watching the show, there was a certain. The feeling, the mm-hmm. feeling that Love Jones gave me, mm-hmm. you know, yes, the movie is toxic as hell, but I think there was a certain feeling that it gave anybody who watched it. It was just like warm and it just felt like, like you're watching real love kind of start to spark off. And it's just, there's something very beautiful and intriguing about that. You know, a lot of times movies kind of gloss over all of that or they try to Hollywood it up and it's, yes. it's the Love whole... Jones showed the ugly side yeah. of love. And I feel like, but I feel like for all the wrong reasons, I feel like Love Is showed all the ugly sides of love from a better Vantage I agree. Point. I agree. It it just just because, of course, you know, there's only so much that you can do in an hour and a half movie, right? But when you get in, when you actually get into the nitty gritty of a television show, you get ten episodes, an hour long drama, to, you get you get you get a chance to really, really get into what that what that feels like, what that looks like, the 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 arguments that we don't usually see, the the trying to the figuring out hey, do do I do I salvage this? How do I salvage this? There's 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 beauty in the nuance mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of a lot of very important love movies miss. Some some really do hit it and they they really do do a really good job at it, but sometimes they miss. And I do I really from watching the very few episodes that I did see, uh, they really they really made sure to make you feel like make you feel what falling in love feels like. Okay, okay, and I agree. With, I, now that I agree, thirty percent. I agree thirty thousand percent with that. Um. Okay, so. There's a few things I want to I want to break down. Few interactions I want to break down, and um, obviously, if you haven't seen it, of course, then, of course, you know, just you know, adding from experience. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so like I said, there was a softness that Nuri had that wasn't the typical light skinned pretty girl. Oh, I'm soft, and I have this ability to be soft. <laughs> Right, like, th- like there's that that we see a lot. Like, oh, I'm light skinned and I'm pretty, and you know, this man is going to protect my light skin prettiness because, and that's why I get to be soft. Uh-huh. Um, mind y'all, I, I would love to, to have a discussion about what I love seeing women talk about their soft era. 
it's been something I've been wanting to see. You know who I would years. love to see speak about her soft era just just because uh, she is probably one of the most uh, brash I'll fuck a nigga up uh, people ever. Diamond. We need to get Diamond on here. High key Diamond is in her soft era. I, I, I know she is right now. I can see it. And I feel like she's very much trying to not be or she's or she's still trying to yeah, be. I'm so glad you said that. Outwardly. Yeah, get ghetto. Ghetto and gangster. <laughs> I hate Diamond so bad. Let's <laughs> call Diamond. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. If y'all don't know who we're talking about, Di- Dimey. Dark skin vixen on Insta. Uh-huh. Look at her. She answered. Ah, look at her. Connect your Wi Fi or disconnect your Wi Fi. It's, it's giving choppy. Wow. You didn't pay your bill? Oh, okay. Well, that's dumb. That's that's dumb. No, no, no. Well, it just ruined it just ruined our plans because me and Mac wanted to talk to you on the podcast, and we clearly can't now because you don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Can you get Wi-Fi in like an hour? Yeah. Okay, so there we go. So we're going to call you, and we want to discuss. I don't even. I'm not even going to tell you what we're going to talk to you about. But um, so guys, if you're listening now, next week our episode will be with. Diamond, a very, very good friend of the show, my sister. Indeed. Um, a all smoke champion. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited over. about this. I'm so excited um, about this. So, Diamond, I need you to get to good Wi Fi. It is 11.43 right now. So, by 12.30, 12.43, we're going to be calling you. Make sure you have a good Wi Fi connection. Um, and I guess we'll. Cam, how we do it? Zoom? Oh, that's e- oh, even better. Okay. Love all right, that. you are you heard? I love that for us. So just make sure you got good Wi-Fi in like an hour. Gotcha. Hi, right. Dimey. Hi. No, all right. Dot Gotti has real people teeth, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Diamond. All right. See you in a little bit. Now, relationships take work, right? A lot of us will drop anything to go help out the people that we care about. You know, we'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we actually give ourselves the same treatment? I mean, I know over the pandemic, that was one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn, how to treat myself better, what to do with myself. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of the most important relationship, the one that you have with yourself. Now, whether it's hitting the gym, making time for yourself, like with a haircut or even trying therapy, you are your greatest asset. So invest the time and effort into yourself, like you do for other people so for anybody out there who's looking on trying to figure out how to look out for themselves or just look for better ways to to feed themselves to pour into themselves understand BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to it's way more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours that's real so why don't you give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and all of our neighbors, all of our neighbors right now, anybody in the neighborhood can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash nextdoor. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash nextdoor. Peace. 
You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style. Even when you have back-to-back -back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. And that's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with in style. Learn more at infinityusa.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. That's a good call. That's a good call. Thank you. It's almost like we've been podcasting for three like, years. Like, you just know, know just what fits. Um, okay, so yes, we were talking about Nuri and her softness that that uh, that that happened. Um, because she wasn't like when the see, when the series starts, she was you know owning her sexual agency. She was she was fucking the old boy at mm -hmm. the uh, the the PA. She was fucking another guy, and then she was fucking. By the, the way, can I can I can I speak to that? Go ahead. I really 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 appreciate these new television shows in in today's era with that are fully allowing women to have agency over their bodies. Like, that That shit is fire. Like, and, and if, if it's I'm, necessary. If I'm being honest, and maybe and somebody let me know if I'm wrong in the comments or something, I feel like Love Is was one of the first shows. Because remember, that show came out, yeah. like, 2018, 2017. Yeah. We're just seeing that, like, influx of movies showing our women owning their age, sexual agency, like, the past two years, it was the, it was them. So like, Love Is was like first. Love Is and Insecure for real. Like yes, okay, yes, and, and Insecure clearly came out first. Um, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I like yeah, hell yeah. Um, so yeah, so she was doing all this, and then she meets this. She goes to the coffee shop, and she meets this man, Yazir, mm -hmm. who is the opposite of everything a career driven woman. In the 90s would want. Mm. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I know how realistic it is because that's me. That is my story. I am, I am always dating up. I got to. I mean, you know, I, I, always. Yeah. From T on, like I've, I, I'm, I'm like I, I was. <laughs> no one I met was I on their level. <laughs> like if I'm being I mean, honest, I mean, listen, listen. No, we, I was talented. Yeah. I was talented. Yeah. I had all the potential in the world. True. I also had all the potential to fail because of my fucking mouth and actions. That is also true. Um, 
But yeah, we know what I came with. Yes. But we also know where I didn't come to, right? I could show up with all my bags and be at like the Greyhound. Mm-hmm. And like she's showing up with all her bags at her, at the at Tesla, a, at, at, at the at Mercedes G wagon. Yep. You know what I mean? We all got our bags. What are we putting it in? Right? Yeah, yeah true, 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 true. Um, so so that resonated with me, obviously, especially the time I seen the show. I was like, oh, maybe I can find love. <laughs> Maybe I can find a successful woman. Oh, Mouse Jones. Who I can aspire to be a power couple. Why can I? <laughs> um, so there was that, but but it's Nuri's character for me that was able to be strong and soft at the same exact time, which I don't think we're used to seeing in characters. No. And sometimes I think when we don't see it in characters, we, we don't, don't allow ourselves to see it in, in human humans. form. Yeah. Um can you has that ever happened in with you and Chris have has has Chris been because Chris is a career woman. Yep. Chris is someone who you guys had to figure it out a few times. Yep. Um and and, and she was never just like waiting in the wind like nope. you know what I mean? So how did you maneuver that um how did you maneuver being able to see Chris as this full human? Or if you're still, you know, we're honestly like, if yeah. you're still dealing with that, how are you still dealing with that? Or how were you able to see as this full human who's who had the ability to be soft and hard? <clears throat> I think, um, like with anything, it takes it takes time, it takes experience. Because very early on, when we were when we were younger, yeah, I only really seen her as one thing, as as just very hard. Like she just was. Not hard, but she was like just a very strong-minded. This is what she wants. Uh, almost spoiled girl mindset. Like if I don't, if I can't get it the way that I want it, then I'm not. I, then I'm not gonna have it at all. It's a wrap. Um, and I think from there, it took it took experience. It took arguments. It took. Us both, and and it, you know, it, it's not just a, a singular thing. It took both of us time and understanding to be like, okay, cool. This person's here with me for the long run. I can't just have my shell up the entire time. And I do feel like once I started to really let my guard down, I could start to see her do the same. And it was kind of just that shedding process, you know, constantly rubbing up on each other that in uncomfortable ways that you start to see that 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 layer, that extra skin starting to pull off. And it's like, OK, there's there's something else underneath there. Let's let's keep going. So, yeah, uh, shout out to that and therapy. Therapy, big, 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 big. <laughs> now, it, it's so it, it, it's. When I seen that, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. right? Like, you get to see it. And then I, I hope that other people do it. But, like, I see shit and I'm like, once I see it on TV or, like, once I see it and I'm like, oh, this is an actualized thing, I then can I can then practice it in real life. So, Some so people for, don't I'm do about that. I was about to say, so for you, mm-hmm. um, in women of times past, has there been someone that – you have approached again very early on in the in the relationship that you can right off the bat tell is both uh, um, uh, strong and can be soft, or is it something that you kind of have to you have to uh, you know like a tootsie roll pop? You got to get through the shell to get to the to the to the tootsie roll center of the tootsie pop. 
Um. So, and I've said this to you before. Mm-hmm. I deal with all black women. I, all black women I encounter, I deal with with kid gloves. Yep. And I, I'm intentional about that, and I don't apologize for it. And if it rubs some black women the wrong way, I get it. I'm, I, I don't apologize for it, but I get it. And maybe I'm just shouldn't be in your proximity. But people are so rough with our women. Yeah. That the fact that I am given the opportunity to make a living and make a career based on my interactions with black women, I will always deal with them with kid gloves. So I'm I'm, I'm just never going to just speak. It's just certain men I'm not going to speak in you with. Now, those are the women I encounter. Those are not the women I end up dating. <laughs> the women I end up dating, I'm like, I want to deal with you with kid gloves, but I don't have to be vulnerable with the women I meet on the street. Mm-hmm. Or if I am being vulnerable with them, it, it's in this space, right? Like the most vulnerable I'm being with the women, um, with, with, with outside women, is this moment right here. Yeah. We're in their ears and we're talking our most in-depth that will allow ourselves to go mm-hmm. and be open and, and transparent. I don't have to lay next to you. True. I don't have to please you. You don't have to please me. I don't have to envision a family. You know what I mean? So I guess I'm saying that I'm, I'm doing a, I'm saying a bunch of words to say I don't have that answer mm-hmm. because I think I'm still in. I, I think I still enter things very much protecting me first. Um, And then I'm like, all right, once I know I'm protected. All right. So no matter what you do, you're not going to affect this over here. Mm-hmm. And I think I. M, and we said this on this podcast before, I find myself time and time again attracted to women that have that hard exterior because of my mother. Mm. My mother, you've, you, you've heard my mom, mm-hmm. and she, she, you'll be like, oh my goodness, she is so, Mouse mom is so sweet. And then five seconds later, you're yelling at me like, who is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, no. So the women I am attracted to is just like, you're so beautiful. Like, you beautiful fucking porcupine. And I'm the idiot who's going to keep hugging you. Yep. But then when I get soft women, I didn't know how to deal with them either. I say, you don't know how to handle them. Because now I'm like, now I feel like I'm like, oh, wait, what's this? Mm-hmm. You're being nice. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this. <laughs> what was that? Was that a, a major pain? He was like, "What's your pain?" Hung <laughs> the kid up, giving him a hug. Yeah, yeah. So I, I so I, I say all that. I've used so many words just to say I don't have the answer to that, and uh, you know, hopefully, I will get an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like I said earlier, you know, in a laughing matter, but like I kind of hit eject before I can ruin somebody too much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um. trust me. We all, we all, we all. Uh, I think everyone on this podcast, even Ryan included, we see, uh, we see something that we feel like, oh yeah, I can ru- I can mess this up. Click. <laughs> I'm out. Get me out of here. I am out before I become the bad guy. Um, no, that's just it's very weird. I get it, and and it's like. And I guess because sometimes we're on a podcast and because sometimes we can, even us, I think sometimes even as cool as we are and as like down to earth as we are about our success and what we do here, 
sometimes we can, at least me, can fall victim to having an answer for everything. Yep. And so that's why I'm, I guess I'm, I'm even now, I already answered the question. I'm using so many words to substantiate my answer, but it's like, I don't have the answer. Mm. I just know I don't want to hurt anybody. And I think I keep myself in this like relationship purgatory mm. where it's like, I'm only going to let you in but so far and I'm only going to let me feel but so far because I have to account for the woman I, you are and I have to account for the track. And it's like, I'm right here because if I go too far, you can hurt me. If I go too far, I'm going to hurt you. So you don't fall, so you don't look, fall uh, all the way deep into nigga love. I can't, oh, it's impossible. <laughs> I think I do. I think I think I fall in like nigga love for like three days. <laughs> And then, like, it never fails. She does something and is like, oh. Knew yeah, it. I'm good. No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think I might be in, like, nigga love now. Okay. I think I might be in nigga love now. It's just, but once again, I'm still in that purgatory. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Mouse, you're about to fuck this up. Or Mouse, she's about to fuck this up. Mm. Stand still. And then inevitably something goes wrong, and of then course. I just blame her, and I'm like, ah, this is why I stood still. Not acknowledging that maybe I shouldn't have stood still and would have got a different. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, uh, uh, hindsight is is twenty twenty, brother. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Wow, well, I just had a moment. All right, okay, yeah, I know, I know. Um, all right, <laughs> uh, Yazir. I want yes. to talk about Yazir. Now, Yazir reminds me a lot of myself. Because he's very rigid. Mm. He's very rigid. I, I feel like me and Ryan are a lot more rigid than you tend to be. I yeah. think I think you I think your life, I think your life and the trajectory of your life has just placed a lot of structure in your life. But like you're not as rigid as we are. Like me and Ryan, and I wish you was here, me and Ryan are very much like you live in this space in my life and you live in this space in my life and you stay right here. Yeah. Right. And it's like if you try and move out, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like the like the warrant like the I'm like the not the warrant the warden like I, I, get, I, 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 get back to your cell get your black ass back get back to your to cell. your cell but I've seen you just like just even in the oh my god bro like and, and obviously if I'm talking too much shut me up and we'll cut it out but bro watching you go from fucking bachelor to married father like that and obviously it's not easy. Yeah. Obviously, it comes with, but it was the fluidity of it. It was the fact that you let it be. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I would ever be able to let that be. Hmm. I'm not sure that I would ever let be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not sure that I would ever. And I think Ryan too. I'm not sure we would ever be able to allow a woman who we've been on and off with to come back and then just have full reign. The, the full reign. Now you're my wife. I'm like, no, no, why the fuck you break up with me? Mm-hmm. And then what the fuck you was doing when you we broken up? It's like the fact that you have <clears throat> the fluidity, right? That fluidity you had from and, and the fluidity you had in the way you were able to at least outwardly face into to me, hmm. the the way you were able to release some ego. Yeah. That I, I don't think me and Ryan are capable of yet. <laughs> like the like the way you were like watching that shit, bro. I'm like, I would never. I'm too rigid. I, women tell me all the time, like, you got too many rules. 
Too many rules. Too many rules. I'm like, me? Rules? No, bitch, you're just not about to play with me. Uh, you know, I think it, 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 even that comes from experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think very early on, I wasn't, I wasn't always somebody who, who made my, who made my boundaries very specific. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a detriment to myself. And as we started to get older, I've, I started to realize how necessary boundaries are mm. to the point where I was like, okay, this is what I'm, this is what we're doing. And if this isn't what we're doing, you're going to watch me. We could, we could still mess around, do all of that stuff, but you're going to, you're going to be very upset because things aren't going to go the way that you expected. Mm. But once Christina came back into the, into the picture, there was a lot of things that I did wrong when, when we were together, when we were kids. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that she did wrong when we were together, when we were kids, and all of the times in between. And it just, it, it got to a place where after us talking about it and, and coming to terms, being on some like, listen, we're, we're both trying to grow from this, from the past. And we started back off as just friends. And we were friends for a good, six months before I even before we even tried to do anything again and then what does friends look like between people that's been together like what does friends because when you say friends like you're, you're saying like actual friends like I spoke like y'all were acting like friends like you spoke yeah, every day we were, we were, and... try, we were uh, or at least we were trying to act like friends okay <laughs> um, okay all right that's all I want to know no yeah I think we, we were talk we were talking often we were, we were hanging out you know in, in group settings and sometimes by ourselves and just, just kicking it. It didn't get sexual again until I would say, shoot, maybe it was more than six months, but we didn't get sexual again until maybe around. But I didn't have to get sexual for that, that space to get murky, right? I know. Like where was ego and like jealousy? What was that like at, during that six month time? Because we started off in a crazy way. I'll, I'll explain that afterwards. The way we started off was a truth telling. Like we started off being friends again. We started, or we off, started off. No, we as started off even kids. talking again, oh. like on a truth telling. Oh, this is what happened in the past. Oh God, I, I I felt crazy. I had to let you know. And once we kind of got to a place where we were like, we were both able to be like, okay, that's the past. Nothing I could do about it now. That's, and mind you, it took both of us. Once we got past that, that's when things started to slowly like, okay, cool. Well, we did that in the past, but how does that, how does that, how does that shape who we are now? Mm. You know, and it was, and my mindset always is, has always been no matter what girl that I'm dating, it's like, listen, what you've done in your past what you've done in your past only led you to me. So if this is what, if, if we're here now, I can't even think about what you've done in your past. Mm-hmm. Cause honestly, it only led you here with me now. All of that stuff that you had to go through, it led you here to me. So I had to bestow the same grace to Chris. Mm. And after bestowing that grace, that led to the friendship. The friendship led to everything else. And yeah, that's, it, it the 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 stripping of ego happened way 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 before 
Tristan was coming or anything like that. The stri- the stripping of the ego came from starting that friendship mm-hmm. over, starting on a truth that it'd be like, nigga, I would never like I should never be your friend again. And being like, you know what? Cool. So the ego was already done. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be when I seen that shit. When I seen that shit, fucking like watching Love Is, watching Yazir, watching how he doesn't really make space for anybody. <laughs> like you have to fit into his world. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I get it. I mean, the only difference was he's a Muslim and I'm not. He's a Ramadanian. Oh Jesus Christ! See, canceled again. Canceled again. That's what the. That's what this episode is probably going to be called. Love is Ramadanian. Love is Ramadanian. <laughs> the Ramadanian edition. Love is ellipsis. <laughs> Ramadani. I can't. I can't with this nigga. The worst, dog. Yo, Kim, you gonna do Ramadan next year? <laughs> you gonna watch Love Is? <laughs> so watching it, I was just like, oh. man, I get it, bro. Like, nah, I can't. I'm not making no space, bro. And like. Watching it at different points in my life is so funny because, like, when I first was watching it, I was, like, trying to talk to my Nuri. My Nuri mm-hmm. was not like Nuri. My Nuri definitely <laughs> not like Nuri. Hard, Lord. Baby. Hard. Lord. Hard. Bite your teeth, try and bite. <laughs> I mean, break your teeth, you try and bite. Yeah. <laughs> hard. Hard. Beautiful. Hard. Um, And then, like, now watching it, it's like, nigga, why'd you? Like, perfect example. He didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I know good and well I don't celebrate no fucking Valentine's Day. True. Hate True. it. Hate it bad. Been in a relationship. I, fuck, I don't fuck with Valentine's Day. Stupid as shit to me. Stupid. Everything else I did all year don't matter. If I don't do nothing on this day. It's just fucking stupid. And I'm petty enough to be like, well, bitch, let's try it. But you petty. Then I'm <laughs> petty too. Um, It doesn't always work well for me. I, no, it doesn't. But <laughs> I'm fucking figure it out. Um, And, and, and so she... Was like, all right, well, if he don't want to do it, then we not doing it. I was like, mm-hmm. it's a good woman. Accommodating. Accommodating. Then she went to she went to work and you know, she's in she's the only woman in the in the writer's room on a comedy show and you know, her uh, her mentor, the the lead writer, um, um, who's played by Kadeem Hardison, he's like, Oh, you got gamed. You got gamed. And so she, you know, kind of challenges him on it. And he's like, hey, listen, you and your mom and your aunt and grandmother, y'all do, se- y'all do singles day. I'm going to get out your hair. And he goes, and he leaves to go live at an apartment that he shares with his ex. Yeah, it's nigga love, bro. Like, none of this is supposed to be happening. And my thing was, it took some conversation. I think that's what people tend to forget with, with strong-minded people. It's like, we're not so against being wrong. Jeez. You just got to sit down and explain to me the perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after some perspective, he comes back and he says to her, he says, Nori, I have to make room for you in my life. Hmm. Boy, every time I've watched Love Is in full five times. Last night was my fifth time watching it in full. And every single time. Right here, a little tear. Yeah, it just, it, just it, it, it doesn't bit. fall, but it wells. But it, 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 yeah, it and just, it, yeah, right yeah, here. Yep. And I was like, "Gosh, that makes I gotta." And it's like, 
I be thinking I be making space. Hmm. I don't be making space. But then it gets me to questioning, well, how do you make space for someone in your life? That's a good question. Like, is space already made? And then, like, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, I operate on the puzzle piece thought process, which means, you know, when somebody asks me what I'm looking for, a woman asks me what I'm looking for, I'm looking for my puzzle piece. I am a incomplete person. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's supposed to be somebody who's going to fit. There's supposed to be another person who's just as incomplete, and our pieces are supposed to come together, and it's like, pow, mm-hmm. now the picture's complete. I think that's a toxic way of looking at it. Elaborate. And I can only say that now because I used to think the same way. Mm-hmm. I think that I think the mindset that we constant that we're that we're constantly taught about being about the uh <laughs> the consummate Adam's rib in essence, right? You shout know, out to the rib. You know, shout out to the rib, right? You 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 forget that I guess Adam was a whole person. He was. Adam was his own whole person. So I think a lot of times when we when we go into these love situations, relationships, et cetera, et cetera, a lot of times we look at these things like, yo, I need to find the person who's gonna who's gonna complete me. I need to find the person who's gonna who's gonna be that rib, that whatever. But I think in the Bible, there's so many different instances to what love is supposed to actually be, right? Your cup is supposed to runneth over into hers that's already runneth over as well. Like that, it's, you're supposed to pour into each other. You're, you're supposed to be full and so is she. And that leads you guys to being, to, to the overflow. Hallelujah. That was good. You just preached the word. Um, I, I think there is something to uh, two people coming together that are complete, that that feel like they are adequate for themselves or, or that they feel like they're that they're good enough, that they feel like they're strong enough. And I know it, it's 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 improbable to even think that we'll have that mindset all mm-hmm. the time. But being married now and feeling like feeling like dependency is dependency can be a disease. I do believe that when you come into these relationships and you're full and she's full and you don't have to be everywhere you want to be. You don't have to be exactly where you want to be in your career. You just have to be full. There's another thing in the Bible, equally yoked. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You both are equally yoked so that you, it, it, when you come together, it's, you, you can make a, you, you make something greater. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. great. She's great. You're supposed to come together and be greater. And, you know, I think that's the, that's the main thing now, even now, like the thing that I love about my marriage is that we are constantly pushing each other to be greater. Not that we need to lean on somebody mm-hmm. or, or feel like, uh, you know, I, I need you to do this or anything in that, in that sense. It's really like a, no, I'm gonna be great. Mm. You are great already as well, but now I'm going to push you to be greater because I need you to push me to be greater. 
so I, I do think that incomplete thing. And it, when I say toxic, I don't mean toxic like it'll hurt anybody else. Well, it could, but it mainly hurts you because you go into these things looking for somebody to fit into that empty puzzle piece. And a lot of times people still don't even know what kind of puzzle they got. Which I realize that I am one of the few people that realize my puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I run into people who, like you just said, don't. And that's more common. And because I'm typically looking at people who got their shit together more than me, I'm like, you should fucking know this. <laughs> and now I have a now and now I don't have as much grace and understanding because I'm like, bitch, you are smarter. You're more educated. That just means that they spent more time on their career versus themselves. <laughs> and what time are we at? That boy. What we what we we at rap? We, okay, because I don't even want podcasts no more. Uh, let's play a long commercial because wow. Wow, that was wow. Mary Mac acting bad on the podcast. <laughs> Mary Mac putting up numbers. Oh, um, man. There was another thing that happened that I don't know if any of us on the podcast have any interaction with, but there was a moment in uh, Love Is. Well, there's two. Let's talk about two. Hopefully, we get through two. We got enough time to talk about two, Cam? We got five minutes. All right, so let's get through one. Let's, let's try and get through two. Um... So there was so there's the issue of like I said this happens in a month mm-hmm. right this love story they fall in love in a month it's so beautiful because just like in real life you think that this magical month is like a vacuum and nothing else matters hmm. until other things matter and then matter. on a thirty first day on a thirty second day the fortieth day you're like whoa you have a fucking past yep and your past is fucking ugly and it affects me same thing. So um, within that month, Nuri meets Yazir's mother, um, meets his son, mm-hmm. meets his daughter. Uh, I said daughter. Meets his baby mother. Mm. Very toxic situation <clears throat> um, where, you know, Queen Loretta Devine. Oh, yeah. The queen herself. She can play She can play my mother in real life. Absolutely. If Loretta Devine shows up at my mother's house, I'm like, mom, come on, pack it up. Yep. Loretta Devine run this house now. She's she's here. You she's be, here. You can be my sister. You can be my sister. <laughs> Loretta Devine is mine. Oh um, man, she laid into her. And um, I wonder if hey, EA, um, hey, Kim, take make a note of this. Um, Rel and Rel, play the I want you to play the scene right now. I want you to play the scene of Loretta Devine wearing in to Yazir and his baby mother. So
She's the mother, the father, the doctor, the nurse, the chauffeur, the therapist. And if she decides to leave her son behind and go chase after her dream, what would Dante be? So you may not like her, but you damn sure go respect her and you are gonna thank her because without her, you couldn't do what you're doing. Um, so, so what y'all just heard is, is Loretta Devine telling the truth to Yazir about how you just want to come in, you want to wreck shop, you want to tell people what to do, but you don't live here. Mm-hmm. And this woman is all you got. Take care of this kid. So you better respect her. And also telling yeah, uh, the babe mother, hey, Destiny, you better chill the fuck out. That's my son. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> but also, this man just wants what's best for his son. That's it. You got to let go of that hurt because you still in love with him. He don't want you. And that's fine. But you can't take it out on this baby and this relationship. Real shit that we don't ever hear two people here at the same time. Mm. But then, I know I've heard it a bunch of times. Mm. Hmm. It sounded like my mom or my dad talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, the thing that I want to talk about is the part where... Nuri was dating somebody, um, and I guess it was shit to get off the pot, and the nigga just went to New York for a month and didn't pay no mind. And this was the nigga that made sense. Mm. Not so much the nigga that, but this was, he was, he he referred to it as doing his fizzle. So I don't oh, know Jesus what his Christ. fizzle was. I'm not sure what her ex's job was, but he was making money, and it was a good thing, and he had, he say he said, Oh, he was a drug dealer. No, okay, no, cool, cool. No, yeah, no, that makes sense. Drug, no, he was... He's Tommy. He's Tommy. He's Tommy No, he was like... No, he was an uppity nigga. I just don't remember what it was. <laughs> he was an uppity nigga. He said, I got a brownstone on... It was so funny, right? The show, the, the show takes place in 97. He's like, I just got this brownstone in Harlem. Um, the, the, the neighborhood's gonna flourish in 10 years. I'm like, oh, look at you calling gentrification. Hmm. Um, but neither here nor there. Yazir's living in this woman's house. He's made space for us. She's made space for him. They are operating. Knock at the door. Yeah. Oh, boy, come back. This nigga then came back to get his bitch. Proposes to her. Lord. Leaves her with the ring. Now, the whole... She ain't pawn it? She ain't pawn it? It's going to fuck you up. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen... Uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. I, I want to spoil it. You know, I'm going to spoil it to Mac, and y'all uh, can't notice to bleep out. Um, I want to talk to you because you experienced this. I mean, I think we both had, but uh-huh. we all. How hard was it getting over the pass? Oof, like a visible pass. What was there a visible pass? Because yeah. niggas don't give up. You, yeah. as much as we like to believe, we the only nigga that that be like, I'm on my bitch line. No, no, somebody else is spinning the block too. <laughs> no, it's it, the craziest thing is that. Oof. With with Chris. Because she's always been, she's always been a certain caliber of woman. Yeah. It's not a, backtrack. Mm-hmm. She's always been a certain caliber woman, but she's always held me on a certain pedestal. Ooh. And Ooh. I, and, and. No wonder that boy got married, boy. Golly, he got the right one, boy. And, he got perfect. And I, and I always appreciated that to a certain extent. I know it was. I know it new, was. New name of this podcast. Get you a Chris. 
<laughs> I, I know it was uh, to detriment to a lot of her other relationships. But I do know that she's always kind of, there's, she's always, no matter where else she wound up, she's always left a little space for me. Mm. Somehow, somehow, somewhere. Whether I took the space or not, or whether I realized she was being disrespectful or at the time I felt like, oh, you're just trying to keep your options open. You just want to, you want to have me on a string while you dealing with this other, whatever. Took it however many different ways. But I think as I've gotten older, it's been on some like, okay, no, I, I, I get what you were doing. You understood who I was and you weren't going to sleep until it, it was what it was. Um, but yes, there was a lot to get over. Not only just visible past, but our past, the things that we've done to each other that we didn't fully. Is it hard to get over that past or is it hard to get over the existential past, the, uh, the, the outward past? Is, is it hard to get over the past? Because, you know, getting over y'all past is essentially, you know, you're the enemy. Yeah. You're, you're your own enemy. She She's her own enemy. And then y'all are like each other's enemies mm-hmm. that you have to overcome. And that could be harder. That's what I was going to say. Than getting over. That's. I mean, to yeah. me, was way harder because getting over the like, oh, you talk to this nigga, yeah. or this nigga, this nigga, why is this nigga still looking at you? You know, I like I said, I, I go into a lot of these situations understanding that I'm dealing with a beautiful woman, so niggas are gonna look. No, niggas are gonna niggas are gonna uh, want to want to vie for her attention and all of that. And I already understand. I always go into these relationships with the mindset, okay, what you did was what you did that led you to me. So even with Chris, I had to, like I said, I had to extend that same grace. It's like, okay, what we've been through since we were, since we've broken up at 2021 has led us back to this point, damn near 10 years later, where we are now grown enough to, to, to still grown enough to talk and figure each other out. But the problem that started to get really dark and murky was just like you said, it's those times that you sleep in bed and you start thinking about the past that you guys have. And the conversation comes up where it's like, who was that girl that you used to talk to? Or, Hey, remember when I did that? Remember, remember that shit that you did? And that's when it starts to get crazy because you don't always have answers to those or you don't always know how to answer them. That's the or, thing about the truth. Yeah. You don't always have an answer for the truth. You know, it's the roughest thing. The truth is always the hardest thing to explain. Yeah. Why do you think so many kids get railroaded Facts. in fucking court? Because they, Facts. Because they're trying to come up with an explanation for the truth and then niggas fuck you. Yeah. So, so it's, 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 hard to, it's hard to kind of to explain what we what we did when we were kids or even when we weren't kids, you know, as we've gotten older, just things that, that it's just hard to explain a lot of the stuff, but we know that we've did it. And a lot of times we're looking for either an explanation to help heal the wound or we're looking to make the other person feel as bad as we do in the moment. And that's when shit gets tricky. So that was the hardest, the harder of the two for me. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I got that space, bro. I've, because the minute, I don't got space. That's why I was in a spinning block anyway. Because it's like, <laughs> hold on, bro, before you do some dumb shit, bro. 
Before you do some dumb shit and then we can never be together again. Come 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 on. I know we ain't right. I know we ain't but 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 like before you do some dumb shit, I'm never ever gonna forgive you for. Like I don't like the existence of other men. <laughs> like my bitch, I don't even I don't even acknowledge that you dated before. I don't even want to talk oh well like like talking to women, like I don't even want you to get comfortable being like, oh well yeah, because when I was dating a Bitch, you when you were doing uh, what? What, what? I never, I didn't ask you. Mm-mm. Only answer the questions I ask. That's but you funny. tell me because no, you asked. That's funny. It, it, <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it, 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 there are times where where we can be having a conversation and and somebody a, a, a past can come up and I'll be like, got it's a hard swallow. It's like, okay, Mm-mm, I didn't ask that. Okay, now nah, see that's why we can't, I can't do it. I will always spend a block. Just to protect protect you from protect you from protect me from you from me. I, I, I get, I get I got to. Yeah, I, I got to. I get what you mean. I got to because bitch, if you do that, there's no coming back. Nah, it's there's done. no coming back. A date, <laughs> a handhold, a hug. I have a question, okay. and I, and and uh, I think this, I think. It, so this will be the last question. Yeah, this is the, this will be the last. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cam, shout out to Cam. Shout out to Cam. Cam. Become not just our engineer. He's damn, our damn full near, producer. Yeah, he, damn near our he's producer. He's our full producer. Shout out to Cam. Clap it up for Cam. Clap it up for Cam. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, Once okay. again, Cam, he didn't give you a hallelujah. He gave you a hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the question is, I know often, you see, <laughs> if anybody knows Mouse Jones, everybody knows a Mouse Jones. Mouse Jones-ism is <laughs> that he does not deal with women with children. No, no, sir. Sir. My question is, have you ever in the past, and if you have, did you had to have you ever dealt with a baby father? Not seriously. I never I knew I was never gonna deal with a woman with a kid. Like I knew that. Or for if I knew no matter what I told her, I knew I was not taking you seriously once you have a kid. Mm-hmm. I just always knew that I'm not my dad. My dad is an amazing man. My dad showed up, my mom had two kids, and my dad has raised me from the age of six. Uh, shit, I'm 33 now. He's still raising me, <laughs> and perfect man loves me. Shit, if I'm being honest, shit, at times it seems like I am his first child. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm the oldest, I'm I'm feel like I'm his first child. So yeah, um, I I, I wouldn't even put somebody through it. And as a parent, and, um, I wouldn't even want to put somebody through that. I wouldn't even want you to feel like I'm playing with you. Like you got a kid to raise, so I'm not even gonna put you through that. But you know, we could fuck and we can hang out and we could. Do a little situation shit. But if you see a future with me, don't. <laughs> if you see, if you got a kid and you see a future with me, please close your eyes. Jesus. Because I'm no good. I'm no good. I'm I'm not. I'm I it's so much selfishness in it. I get it, but guess what? I'm a human. I get to make my preference. I'm not saying, oh baby mother, you should never date them. All oh, baby mothers ain't worth me. I'm saying for me, for that him. is not something I'm interested in doing. I'm not going to do it. And it don't matter how many think pieces you hit me with, how many. But you got kids, bitch, and what? I wouldn't date me. I wouldn't date <laughs> me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I would not. Um, yeah, I haven't, and I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I need too much attention. Mm-hmm. Um. It sounds crazy. I want my third kid to be your first kid. Um, it sounds crazy. I've never said that wow. before. I want my third kid to be your first kid. I don't want to come in in anybody else's situation. I don't. 
I refuse. I won't. I mean, I feel it. But yeah. Once again, you got me. You got me again. Because now I feel like I'm using words <laughs> to try to protect myself. <laughs> I said I'm say no more. <laughs> I don't know if it's help. I don't know if this has been like a guide for love is or for Ramadan. Um, oh, Jesus. But if you feel the need to, if you feel inclined to do both, partake in both. After Please. This, shout us out. Um, Matt, I'm being honest when I say this, so let me know if you're in, like, okay. I'm, I'm 100% down. If you want to start a, a Love Is Watch party with the neighbors. Yeah, let's do it. We could do that? Yeah, we could do that. So if you want to be a part of the Love Is Watch party and we'll uh, watch Love Is and we'll, you know, watch, a, I guess we'll watch, we'll break it down to 10 episodes. Talk we'll about it, a whole nine. Talk about it, you know, watch it together, maybe do a a, a whole big watch party together. I don't know. Like let's figure it out. We'll on Zoom or something. Um, we'll figure it out. But if y'all want to be a part of that, let us know. You have to be. I'm telling you now. The only way to be a part of this is to be a Patreon member. Mm-hmm. Um, this will not be for our uh, free listeners. This will be for our Patreon members. So if you want to be a part of the Love Is Watch crew, um, and let's say let's put a let's put a March. I said March. Let's put a May first week of May. I like that. Let's put a first week of May. Thing on it, so you guys have to the first week of May. We'll figure it out and have a date for y'all. If y'all want to be a part of that, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, in between time, Matt, you got anything coming up you want to talk about? Man. I would like to talk about the motherfucking thoughts of a colored man published. Hey man, we got uh, we we got published things. So what does that mean? A play got published. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> basically, it, it means that you know it's it's a play that can be done in like schools and. All of that different stuff now. I mean, I, I guess any play can, but once you're, once those type of plays are are done in a, the specific form that we've gotten published in, different schools can actually purchase them so that they can, they can put on the plays for themselves. You know, you could you could spend a, a nice little hundred dollar ticket just so that you can have the rights to, to do so the. Mad I didn't get to see it. Uh, do the so do mad. the joint in your school. Don't worry, we're gonna do a tour soon. So. Uh, yeah, Whoa. that's Whoa. coming soon. Whoa. We're working on that. Working on I that. like how you said that as if it's not a big, okay. You know, working on that. Like that's huge. Working on it. That's it. You got some other stuff in the lane. Hey, listen, we got a lot of stuff you, in the pot, but you know, you God just is, in LA. I know. I was about to say, God is good, man. We just will until, until things come to full fruition. Okay. 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 Just understand we so are So when you we were in LA, cooking. it was like a substantiating thing for this. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm proud. Yeah. Um, Trap karaoke, um, trap karaoke is just still on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, the What Hip Hop Question Legends and List podcast mm-hmm. on Black Effect and iHeart. Myself and Nyla Simone. Shout out to Darren Brandt and A King. Um, shout out to Uncle Charlemagne. Shout out to Dolly Bishop. Good team over there. Um, I'm trying to think before I get out of here. Am I forgetting anything? Seneca's Village, June 9th. I'm doing. I'm hosting their concert. Us uh, bringing up Sleepy Hollow, Fire. Halo, Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow. Um, in Brooklyn, so that'll be huge. He uh, got a he got a nice little record. There yeah, was a rec- there was a record that he. I like sleeping a lot. Yeah, I like I'm, him a lot. Free Chef G. Yeah, like him a lot. Um, oh, this ain't got nothing to do with us except it got everything to do with me. Um, make sure y'all go listen to Million Dollars Worth of Game featuring Tax Stone, Free Tax Stone, Be Safe mm-hmm, Though. My mm-hmm. big homie behind the G Wall. Uh, as a lot of y'all know, it would be me. It would be no me without people like him and Charlemagne. Um, fucking with me. Shout out to Vok, those guys. So um. You know, taxes on there. You you know, you may, you, like we always say, you might be able to lock the body. You'll never lock the lock mind. Lock the mind, man. So, That's um, a fact. tax is still out there speaking gems. 
Um, he said he won't be on our show soon, so we'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. We gotta figure that out. Um, but yeah, we'll make sure a million dollars worth of game. And shout out to the new king of New York, Andrew Schultz. Two sold out shows at Radio City. Back to music back. hall. That's nuts. That's six thousand people. Some of you niggas will never tell a joke in front of you ten hoes people. You hoes will never. You hoes will never. So now, all that means. Guys Next Door Radio City Music Hall has to happen. Oh, yeah, I like that. It has to happen. It has a nice little ring to has it. To, guys Next Door Radio City Music Hall it has a nice has little to ring fucking to happen. it. I cannot let a white man outdo me. <laughs> on that note, make sure make sure you follow us on social media. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all uh, social platforms. Make sure you uh, keep up to date with us. And we'll see y'all black ass next Monday. Peace. Peace. And we Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.